Welcome to Moving Out of Trauma, a podcast made to support trauma survivors with actionable steps and resources so they can start moving out of trauma and into the life that they're craving. I'm the host, Candace Lederger, EMDR therapist, yoga teacher, first time mom, and dog enthusiast. I am here in Phoenix, Arizona, and I am so excited about today's episode. But before we dive into today's episode of Moving Out of Trauma, I want to give you a few reminders. The first is that if you want to start practicing more mindfulness and incorporate more grounding skills in your daily life, but you've had some trouble getting started because of past trauma, I want to offer you a free trauma-informed beginner's guide to mindfulness workbook. I created this workbook with trauma in mind. You can get this free workbook as well as monthly updates about new content by heading over to soulmission-emdrtherapy.com slash podcast. You can sign up for our newsletter there and you will get this free workbook directly to your inbox that you can download as many times as you like and get updates when I update it as well. Again, that link is soulmission-emdrtherapy.com slash podcast. All right, let's dive into today's episode. So this episode is going to be a little different than some of the previous episodes that you may have listened to. And that is because we are going to focus on a meditation to hopefully allow some healing and hopefully allow some rest. And before we dive into that, I do want to give an apology to any listeners. I went on vacation recently and thought that I had everything I needed to edit and release episodes as I was out of town. And it turns out I did not. (laughs) And then when I came back into town, I got COVID and it was not good. I am well now and my family is well. However, it did cause a lapse in my previously scheduled episodes and how I planned them to take place twice a month, every month for this year. I do want to give that apology and ownership and acknowledgement and just information to you all. And this is what has been going on on this side of things. So moving away from that, I want us to take some time today (sighs) to step away from some of the chaos in our lives. And this meditation is really just focusing in on what we need in the moment. And if you're not already sitting in a comfy spot, I encourage you to find a comfy place to sit. I would recommend you not do this while driving. You can close your eyes. You can keep them open. If you want to have a journal beside you, maybe you want to write some things down while we do this, that's okay too. There really is no right or wrong way of doing this meditation. So I want to start with this concept that we've talked about quite a bit this season of the fact that trauma really paints our view of things. It colors the lenses that we look out to the world with. And 
the reason I want to start there is a lot of times we don't recognize this until we can see through somebody else's lens, somebody else's viewpoint. We only know what we know and we know our own experiences. And I hear from different people, from clients, from friends and family members and even acquaintances, this brushing off their experiences and this lens of, oh, that's not trauma. I didn't go through trauma. That wasn't traumatizing. And 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 in some cases, maybe they're right that it wasn't, in fact, traumatizing to them. But I would venture to say that most of the time when I do hear someone say that it was actually in some way traumatizing. And we've come to this notion that trauma has to be these certain things. And, and a lot of people think that it has to fit within a PTSD diagnosis, when really trauma is subjective. You get to decide if what you experienced was too much for your mental health, your nervous system, your body, everything. And sometimes these experiences that we hold may be looking back quote-unquote, weren't a big deal. But when we look at the impact that the experiences had on us, which can be the beliefs that they formed or the way that it shifted our feelings about ourselves or about the world, that really is what's traumatizing. It's how we perceive things differently after the experience. So with that in mind, I want to invite you to take a second to step outside of yourself for just a moment. And if you had the person that you love the very most on this entire planet sitting in front of you, holding this negative belief about themselves, holding this feeling of themselves, whether it's prescribed as trauma or not, that they feel a certain way about themselves because of something that has happened, something that has told them this is the way life is. How would you approach this person? How would you hold space for them? I'm guessing that you most likely would not devalidate their experience. You wouldn't brush it off and say it's not a big deal. But instead, you might make space for them. Maybe having kindness for the experiences they had the wounds that it formed. Seeing them with a light of compassion and potentially wanting to give them a big hug. 
So I want to take that lens of that approach of coming to yourself with that same compassion, that same acknowledgement that everyone goes through things, life experiences, trauma. And so often when we come out the other side, our beliefs about ourselves or the world around us have shifted. Whether it's this big trauma or this small trauma, small T trauma, in either case, something changes. And in that change, I invite you to have compassion for yourself. Now you might be listening to this already being aware of the impact that some of your own life experiences have had, some of the trauma, the beliefs maybe that you hold about yourself or the world around you. I want to invite you to recognize the perception that you're holding on to that maybe has been formed by trauma or by experiences you've been through. These beliefs can often look like, I'm not good enough. I'm not safe. I'm too much. I'm defective. I'm not in control. And all of these beliefs come from somewhere, come from experiences. And what I just said was not an exhaustive list, so please don't feel like if it doesn't fit into that, that something's wrong. I just want you to take a moment to look at the belief that you might be holding about yourself or the world around you. And now, if you can, take a moment to think about when, think about how old you were when this belief came about. And want you to be careful here and not go into necessarily the experience, but imagine yourself as this younger version of you. Imagine yourself standing there, maybe the clothes you wore or how your hair might have been done back at that age. And I want you to imagine both this younger version of yourself and this adult you that is listening to this recording right now. And take a moment with this younger self and ask what words maybe they needed, what actions they needed. What did they need in life that they potentially didn't get that created some of these beliefs? Was it to feel safe, to feel heard, to feel like they were not responsible for all of the things? Take a moment and meet your younger self here and give them exactly what they need. 
because you as the adult have what they need. Now here, if you maybe want to pull out that journal or pad of paper, and you can even write a letter to this younger self and spend some time really delivering the words that this younger self needs to hear. But I invite you to spend some time thinking about how you can help that part of yourself feel seen and heard and what they need right now. And maybe that's just a hug. Maybe that's to know they did everything they could. Because at the end of the day, even as this younger self, they didn't choose the trauma. They didn't choose the stuff. Nobody chooses the trauma. It happens. And you as this wonderful adult that has found resources for yourself, that has decided to find healing paths, you are working your way towards healing. And you can show this younger version of you what you need. If you are writing a letter to your younger self, I invite you to maybe pause this recording so you can do that in a non-rushed way. And next, I want to invite you to think of a way that you might be able to honor this part of yourself today in a real tangible way. So that might be asking for a hug from a safe, trusted person. That might be sitting with your younger self, allowing that part of you to cry, to vent, to rant. Maybe that younger version of you needs to sit in nature for 10, 15 minutes and just witness the trees moving. Regardless of what it looks like, take a moment and ask, what do you need today? Ask this younger version of you, what do you need right now? Now I want you to start to switch back into this adult self. The self that pays the bills, goes to work, drives a car and manages responsibilities. But now, instead of it just being this adult self, you have awareness of this precious younger self within you. You have a plan now of how to meet the needs of that younger self today. And that these two parts of yourself are both important and can both exist. And now I'd like to invite you 
to just spend some time here to allow whatever emotions may have arisen in this adult self to care for this adult self. So we're going to go through what's known in EMDR as the light stream technique. It's a guided imagery. And I want you to go ahead and scan your body from the top of your head to the tips of your toes. And just notice any sensations within the body. It could possibly represent some emotions that are still rummaging around through this exercise. Maybe some sadness or anxiety. Just take a moment and recognize the sensations in the body. And once you have pinpointed a sensation in the body, I want you to envision if the sensation had a shape, what shape would it be? If it had a size, size would this shape be? If it had a color, what color would it be? If there was a temperature to this shape, what temperature might it be? I feel like it might be hot, cold. And if it had a texture, what texture might it be? And if it had a sound, what sound would it make? Would it make a high pitch or a low pitch? Now I invite you to imagine a healing stream of light. As you picture this healing stream of light, just take a note of what color it is. Notice that healing light. Notice the temperature. Does it feel warm or cool? Now imagine this healing stream of light coming down through your head, crossing your eyebrows and your forehead, Coming down behind the eyes, across the nose, around the jaw. As you recognize this healing stream of light coming across your entire face, relaxing the face. I invite you to allow this healing stream of light to go towards that shape of those sensations. 
And as you breathe, the light flows in and directs itself around the shape in your body, surrounding it, and gently moving through it. Just allow it to move through this shape. As you allow it to move through the shape, just notice as you let it resonate with the shape, vibrate with it, surround it, and notice what's happening to the shape. Maybe if it's getting smaller or if it's changing in some way. And if this change feels positive, allow yourself to continue allowing this healing stream of light to move through this shape, to move however you might need it to. And this can look like continuing to vibrate through the shape and surround it. Might also look like moving through the rest of your body. Maybe across your shoulders, allowing your shoulders to drop away from your ears. Maybe down your spine, filtrating through your core, legs, calves, feet, just allowing this healing stream of light to do what it needs to do, either within the shape or through the body, just allowing your body to relax. Now you're welcome to continue on with this healing stream of light. We are going to shift away from this imagery and this meditation. So if you'd like to continue, maybe press pause. And so we're going to allow this healing stream of light to reverberate through the rest of the body allowing it to move and to settle in whatever way it needs to. Maybe allowing it to move through the fingertips, the toes. When you're ready, I want you to start imagining the room around you without opening your eyes, but just imagining perhaps what's around you, if you're sitting or laying down, just notice. And when you're ready, slowly blink the eyes open, look around the room and find three things. Just notice something that you haven't noticed before. Three objects.
Maybe wiggle your fingers, toes, stretch. Just allowing the body to reawaken. I truly hope that this exercise has felt good and productive and has given you a moment away from the chaos. And maybe even just taking a moment here and and taking a mental note of what you learned about yourself or what you want to take away from this exercise. Remember, you did not choose trauma and you can choose your path towards healing. This is moving out of trauma. Thank you so much for joining me today on Moving Out of Trauma. If you'd like today's episode and you think it might be useful for someone else, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcast platform or on podchaser.com. And if you have any questions at all, I would absolutely love to hear from you. You can find me over on Instagram at soulmission underscore EMDR therapy or on Facebook at soulmission EMDR therapy. This is Moving Out of Trauma.